I knew when like I'd see like the mock drafts and I'm not even like in the top two rounds, I was like, yeah, like that that has to change next year for sure. I want to be a first round pick. Welcome to another episode of Preferred Walk-On. I'm your host, Max Chadwick. We've got another interview for you guys today. If you haven't already, check out the series of interviews that I've done so far. But we've done a lot of offensive players so far. We haven't done a defensive player yet. That's going to change right now with Illinois interior defensive lineman, Jerzon Newton, who, for my money, is the best returning defensive tackle in college football he was a second team all-american this past season he led all power five interior defensive linemen in pressures he also tied for the most tackles for loss or no gain among all defensive tackles in the country and he told me in this interview that one of the reasons why he came back to illinois was to become a first round pick and as of right now i think he will end up being a first round pick in 2024 he went number 11 overall in my 2024 nfl mock draft i'm way too early one so go check it out if you haven't already and as always check out the feature article i did on jerzon newton at pff.com and again major thanks to the executive producer of the show also the head of creative content and communications at pff dave sofaro sets up every single one of these interviews and more superstars are coming down the pipeline too so make sure you subscribe to this channel but without further ado here he is illinois interior defensive lineman jerzon newton uh i kind of want to frame this story if it's all right with you kind of like an underdog kind of story you know where you, you yeah, weren't celebrated out of high school illinois wasn't really talked about you know at all either so uh when, mm -hmm. whenever you're good to go i mean i'm all good to go all right uh out of high school you know I wasn't highly recruited, but like I had a, a lot of Florida type offers, you know. I feel like I've always been like the underdog because of my size. Like uh, a lot of guys that like were highly recruited way before me. But uh, I mean, I never like got frustrated. I always just like I knew my time would come someday. Uh, in college, there's no like like good or bad. I mean, it's either going to dominate or you're just going to be like an average player. And I feel like last year, like, I dominated the game to the point where, like, my name could be recognized at a, a high level. So I'm just thankful for everything. Uh, I still feel like last year I was kind of an underdog. But, like, I know this year I'll probably be, like, one of the best players. And, like, I'm coming to be the best, honestly, in Josh Glass. I love that, man. And so what? let's go back all the way, man. What made you decide on Illinois when you were coming out of high school? Uh, Really the coaching staff. I mean – our coach, our D-line coach at the time, Coach Clark, he took a job in the NFL. But, like, I knew the D-line here, like, everybody here was family. Even, like, Coach B, our, our team phrase is family with two L's. But, like, even before then, like, I felt like home here. We got a lot of people from Florida. You know, I'm from Florida. So, like, I just felt like I was home. I could relate to them on a lot of things. Uh, Lovey Smith was a really cool guy. I saw the football, like uh, – he came to see me play in one of my high school football games in college. And, like, I think that's still the deal. Him coming to my playoff game, like, no other coach did that. So him taking this time out just, like, really meant a lot to me personally. So you mentioned before how you, you know, weren't highly ranked. Like, you were outside the top 1,000 recruits, which looking back now is hilarious. Like, yeah. did you feel like you were, like, disrespected in high school and that whole recruiting process and all the, the stars and all that you got coming out of high school? Yeah, I always felt like – like, I knew I was better than, like, a lot of the people, but, like, I never took it to heart. I mean, 
I just wanted an opportunity to play like power five college football. Like I know if I got the opportunity, my talents to show eventually. So like, I never took it to heart, but like I knew at the time I was like, I know I got to be better than like a lot of these people. I never went, went to a lot of camps though. So like, I know like camps in high school plays a lot in like the recruiting process, but I feel like if my film was good enough, I'd get offers off of that rather than going to a camp. I mean, again, going into this season, man, you're still kind of a relative unknown, you know, where you kind of had this massive breakout year. Did you have a feeling like maybe coming into the summer of last year, did you feel like, hey, I'm about to put the whole country on notice this year? Yeah, uh, like ever since I was in like elementary, I always saw people like doing three and out. So like my thing was when I went to college, I wanted to go three and out. I mean, that didn't go as I planned it to be. But at the same time, like I had a breakout year. So like I was happy. I was satisfied with the year that I had. But I knew I could have did way better, like improved on a lot of things to like improve my draft stock. And uh, this season, I'll just have to show everybody. And that's scary that you think you can improve on on this last year because that, I don't know how much more you can do that, man. But yeah, for sure. I mean, Illinois, like, man, not only were you an underdog, Illinois has kind of been an underdog too. You guys have just had their, your best year in 15 seasons. Did you all kind of know coming into 2022 that like, hey, this season, you know, we could be something special? Yeah, like, uh, I mean, we had the athletes, as you can see, Spoon, Sid, Quine, everybody on our offense, the defense, like we, we got the players uh, and like with the new coaching staff, you know, coach B coming from the NFL with that experience, he coached for the Patriots. So like, I feel like everything he has is just like that winning mentality and it's like forced into like all of the coaches. So like everybody has that winning mentality that we're going to go in and win and dominate, be the most physical team on the field. So like that was just installed into all of our players and coming into that season, like, I honestly felt like we were going undefeated, but I mean, we came up short a couple of games, but this year, hopefully we could get that undefeated season. I love that, man. So like, how weird is it now? Like, so obviously you enjoy being the underdog, but how weird is it now that you go from an underrated recruit to an underrated college football player to now all of a sudden, you know, you talked about as the best defensive maybe player in the country. How weird is it going from that underdog mentality? And do you keep still keep that underdog mentality, even though people are talking about you as the best of the best? Uh, until I, I feel like until I'm like a first round draft pick, I'm gonna have that underdog mentality. Like it's just like installed into me. I mean, I haven't made it yet, so I'm fighting every day, like to just to get my respect from a lot of people. And like even when I do make it to the NFL, I'll be an underdog as a rookie in the season. So I just feel like the grind never stops. Honestly, until like I'm down as like one of the greatest ever. I love, love that, man. For sure. Uh, so the, the big thing I wanted to ask you, man, was like, I know you said you wanted to improve your draft stock, but you were a second team All-American this yeah. past year. You know, a lot of people who were looking at your position, they would say, hey, that's that's as good as I can do. I'm going to bolt for the NFL and go to the draft. What made you think, I'm not done yet, man. I can come back and, and even be even better next year. Well, yeah, I know my size is a factor. So, like, I know I have to do more than, like, a player that's like 6'5", 3'10", 3'15". Like, I'd have to show coaches that, like, I could stop the run, be a great pass rusher, like, at a consistent level because, like, I mean, size is a big thing in the NFL. So, like, I know I could have did more. I missed a couple of sacks last year. And, like, I always watch uh, Jalen Carter. It's, like, somebody from Florida. Like, he's, like, one of the top picks, of course. Like, that's how I want to be. So, like, I knew – when, like, I'd see, like, the mock drafts and I'm not even, like, 
in the top two rounds, I was like, yeah, like that that has to change next year for sure. I want to be a first round pick. Love that. So not only you, man, are coming back, your teammate, Keith Randolph, who I unfortunately left off my list, but I think he's a terrific D tackle. He's also coming back to school. What's your relationship like? And do you feel like you guys are the best D tackle duo in the country? Uh, I mean, that's one of my best friends on the team. He's definitely like he has that underdog mentality. Uh, he sees me on a lot of things, but I feel like with like a one two punch, he's no different from me. And uh, I mean, if you watch film, like you can see how athletic he is, his size and like the way he can move. I just feel like we're the same. And of course, like I feel like we're the best <laughs> duo for defensive tackles in like college football. I mean, it'll show this year. We've been working hard this offseason. So like hopefully we could get recognized on a high level. Yeah. So I'm like I mentioned before, I mean, you're the number one D tackle in the country. Do you feel like you kind of stand alone at your position? Yeah. Uh just like uh my work ethic, I just feel like I mean, people could work as hard, but me personally, I just feel like I could dominate any game, any team. That's just my mindset though. Like even if it's not reality, I feel like I just could like physically dominate any player that steps in front of me, whether it's college, NFL, high school. Like, I think it's my mindset and then my physical ability, like my speed. I just feel like that's just, like, different from any other D-Tackle that's 295. Uh, and, I mean, I'm pretty strong. So, like, <laughs> I just know, like, Coach B, Coach B, he's helped me out to be, like, one of the best, though. I feel like it's all of our coaches, like, my knowledge on the game. I'm literally calling out the plays as they run them. Like, the office line would just laugh at me after the play. Like, I was like, yeah, I knew it was coming. So, like, yeah, I just feel like I'm pretty smart football-wise, and my athletic ability just helps me. I love that, man. So, I, I, one tweet that I loved, you know, when we put out our top 101 players of uh, the country list, a lot of players were saying, oh, you know, blessed to get this honor, all that. My, your tweet was my favorite tweet out of all of them. You're like, hey, respect the honor, but I'm coming for number one all across the board next year. Do yeah, you feel sure. like you're, you're the best defensive player in the country? And are you, is that one of your goals is to be, hey, I'm I'm the guy on defense next year? Yeah, I want to be like known, of course, as the best defensive player, but not even just the best defensive player. I want to be like one of the best players throughout the whole draft. I mean, I know Caleb Williams is like, you know, of course, it would be one of the top picks. But, I mean, my goal is to be number one. If I could be so like I'm working hard until I could be number one. Yeah, dude, I love that. I mean, you look at it now, the Bears are the first pick. They don't need a quarterback. So Jalen Carter might be that top guy. Maybe you could be in that same boat next year where a team doesn't yeah, for sure. <laughs> that number one pick. Yeah, hopefully. So is there any offensive lineman that you cannot wait to play against, whether that be in college or in the NFL when you eventually get there? Is there any offensive lineman that you're kind of circling and be like, man, I can't wait to battle that guy? I don't look too far ahead, like, to the NFL. Uh, I know this year we play Penn State. I mean, of course, everybody knows their tackle return. So, like, I'm ready to play him. But, like, I feel like every week is a great opportunity to, like, just showcase my talents. And, like, I don't I don't really pay too much attention about, like, the level of competition. I just feel like if I could dominate any team, like, that'll show how, how good of a player I am. Like, I never play down to a team, so – I just take everybody the same, like, but definitely the tackle from Penn State. I'll be looking out for him. So, I mean, you you play D tackle, and you mentioned the offensive tackle from Penn State. Does that mean you think you're gonna play a lot more edge this year uh, for the Illini? Uh, <laughs> you don't spoil anything. It's fine. Yeah. 
Nah, I can't say too much, but I'm an ex coach. Could I get out there a couple of plays just to, you know, test the waters against him? I love that, man. So, I mean, forget, you know, going against guys in the future. Is there any offensive lineman that you've gone against in college or even high school that, you know, they gave you the most fits and you you think you've had the best battles against? Uh, Michigan. Last year, Michigan had a really good line. They were, like, sound across the board. Uh, I got great respect for them. I mean – Minnesota had a great O-line. A lot of the teams we play have a great O-line, just like their chemistry. I mean, again, like for my team physically, I feel like Isaiah Adams is a really great office lineman. And we have an office lineman in the NFL. His name is Kendrick Green. Like, I feel like he was one of the, like, best office linemen I've ever went against. Like, just not me being biased to my teammates, but Kendrick Green was, like, really a dominant player. But, like, we have an upcoming guard name. Zylon, Razzler, mm-hmm. so I feel like like those guys, they're pretty athletic and like they're huge, 6'6", 320. So like going against them, like with the same athleticism as me is like always a challenge. Yeah, I love that. I mean, your best competition is in practice. That makes it a lot easier yeah, for, for you sure. Saturdays, honestly. Uh, mm-hmm. So what are your ultimate goals, man, for both this season as and beyond, both, you know, for you personally and for the team as well? For me personally, like, like I said, I want to be number one. Like, I want to show that I could be number one. Uh, probably want to break the sack record. But, like, the ultimate goal is to win every game. So, like, I'm going to try to get in coach here to get me on offense a little bit so I could block and play fullback. But, like, winning is my biggest goal. I feel like the more you win as a team, the more every player will get recognized at, like, a higher level. So, like, if our team's ranked top ten, like, I got to be doing something right at that point. So, I just feel like doing my job and help. Everybody doing their job will get like will help everybody else get recognized. So for sure. But like I said, I want to be the number one pick in the draft. That's my ultimate goal. But oh, I want yeah. to take the team to a national championship too. That do that that sounds like a pretty good year next year, honestly, if you guys do sure. all that. Uh, do you have you mentioned offense? Do you have like a touchdown celebration in mind? You know, if if Bielema maybe gives you a, a handoff on the one yard line? Not yet, but <laughs> I'll probably just go run to the sideline and keep the ball for sure. I got to make one up, though. Yeah. <laughs> mom and dad and everything. I love that. So yeah. is there anyone in the NFL that you kind of model your game after? And, you know, you watch or even in college that you watch on Saturdays or Sundays and say, hey, maybe I could take some of his game, put it into my game. Is there anything that anyone that you model your game after, anyone that you think you play a lot like, too? Uh, I always watch the Falcons. So, like, you mean Garrett Dritt. Garrett. Yep. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah he's – I love him, like, this past season. Like, I always watch him a lot. Like, like whenever – we're we're in here in the building on Sundays. Like, whenever I get a chance to watch NFL games, like, I always make sure I watch his highlights. Of course, like, everybody watches Aaron Donald. But, like, just me being from Florida, like, before my game, before every game, I watch, like, Warren Sapp highlights of him mm-hmm. at Miami, him dominating, and, like, him at the Bucks. So, like, I grew up, like – 20 minutes away from Tampa. So, like, I know a lot about Warren Sapp and, like, just him dominating. I always watch his highlights. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like, Gray Jarrett's another undersized D-tackle, too, who made a really good name for himself in the league. I mean, he, yeah, you definitely play a lot like him, I think. So, I mean, you mentioned, you know, trying to be a high draft pick. You have a teammate, Devin Witherspoon, who's going to be, like, a top 10 pick probably in this draft. Mm-hmm. What's your relationship like, and, and what do you think about Spoon that makes him so special? Spoon is just, I think his attitude, like, sets him out from anybody else in the draft. Like, 
you could physically hear Spoon talking trash <laughs> every game. But like he he backs it up and like he respects the game at a high level. And like like I said, his knowledge on the game is probably higher than mine. I mean, everybody saw the Indiana game that hit. Like I don't know how he knew that was coming, but like he he just watches. He's a film junkie, and Spoon as a he's a really dominant player. Hopefully, he could be a top six pick. I see a lot of people got him going six, but. I just hope the best for Spoon in the future. And I'm like, I know he'll dominate at the next level. Do you do a lot of trash talking yourself on that uh on that front on that front line? No, I'm really like a quiet person until another team starts talking trash. That's when uh, I'll get the trash talking for sure. I love it, Johnny. Well, listen, man, you're you're the absolute stud, man. I, I cannot wait to see what you do this year. Uh article should be coming out next week. But man, this is an awesome interview, man. I, I can't wait to see what you do next year. All right, I appreciate it, Max.